Have you seen that like meme of Kermit where he's just nude and there's like a Kermit oh, Kermit's dick? dick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. It's yeah. really upsetting. It's more upsetting than that gif of Wolverine's dick. I don't know if I've seen that I one. Seen well, that. the one it's the one where he has the flag in front of him and the flag floats away and Wolverine has like this huge penis. Wolverine's got a big dick, I think. Has to. Yeah. It's a swinger you, for you sure. You know what gif I'm talking you have to know. No, I just know that Wolverine has a big Nate dick. Nate knows the gif. Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see this. Also, Wolverine, Wolverine Wolverine's like five one. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect it to be bad CGI Wolverine <laughs> with a, a pale dick. It's Sweating. like a, it's a really good gift. Okay, I'm also pulling it up. Uh, oh, it's really good. <laughs> I can't believe you've never seen that before. It's really good. It's, uh, it's like the dick is like swinging like of its own momentum. Yeah, yeah. he's not moving around. It's just like it's does, like does those that. Office I thought maybe like his hand. That's one of his it. powers. It's just the, the dick moves on its own. <laughs> it looks like a balloon also that's about just, to be shaped. <laughs> also, just like a Wolverine in just the Wolverine like top. It's yeah. like really funny. Oh, he's Porky like, Piggin. for yeah. sure. <laughs> he's Donald Ducking, man. I don't understand. Why would you make that? Yeah. Why wouldn't you make that? <laughs> Someone we know probably made this. We know a lot of perverts. I feel like Nate does. If anybody, if anybody in here knows who made it, Nate knows who made that. It's gift. good. I like. He looks really proud. <laughs> it's when it, good. <laughs> he looks really proud when the towel falls. Hello and welcome to WrestleSplania, the podcast where I, Kath Barbadoro, a wrestling fan, introduce professional wrestling to my friend, Rachel Millman. Hi! Hey, dude. Hey, man. What's up? Uh, I'm pretty excited about our episode today. Yeah, this one has been, I like, they're all in the making in some regard. Look, but I don't want to be rude to our guest. I'm mostly excited because there's a dog here. There's a dog here. Also, our guest is great, but our guest brought his dog. Our guest brought his dog. The Her dog's name is, Lady. name is Lady. The guest's name is Hot Sauce. Hi. Hey. It's Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, everybody. Yeah. It's me, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, and my dog, Lady, is here. Yeah. Uh, so this is cool because you were the one of the first wrestlers I ever saw live. Whoa. That's Oh, yeah. At Evolve probably, right? Yeah. At Evolve 100, where Kath brought me to my first ever live show. I Hold already on, spilled beer on myself. Just letting everybody <laughs> know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, now we're christened. What should we call you? Yeah. What should we call you? Hot sauce. Okay. Tracy. Tracy. Whatever. Ladies' dad. Dr. Williams. Yeah. Dr. Williams is good. I like that. I could be a wrestling name. Dr. Williams? Well, Dr. Death, Steve Williams. I don't know who that is. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's the man. I'm like, this is a, don't tell anyone, this is a bad podcast because I started it <laughs> explaining, I started explaining wrestling to Rachel having only watched for like a couple years. So I like don't know a lot of older. That's fine. Yeah. No. Yeah. Dr. Death, Steve Williams is the man. He was in WWF for a while. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was his thing? Uh, he's like a Oklahoma guy, big, hairy wrestler man. How uh, was he a doctor? Doctor Death. Oh, okay. Oh, so, so he was, was a honorific title. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't earn that PhD. I, well, he's a chiropractor. He's killed someone. <laughs> we were talking about. I don't know if you know this. We were talking about this on What a Time to Be Alive the other day. Do you know that Kane 
We wrestler, aka Mayor Kane, the elected official Kane. <laughs> uh, he initially was uh, Doctor Isaac Yankum DDS, and he was <laughs> wrestling dentist. <laughs> I love so seeing basically his initial he reaction was, to that. That's the whole thing of the show: is me just giving wild facts to Rachel. He and was her going, Steve what the Martin. Fuck? He was Steve Martin's character from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, I guess that was much. his first gimmick. And his theme music was just drill noises. <laughs> <laughs> we really start, got to start getting into the territories because this is where like yeah, that's not even that's like fuck. this was like WWF TV like yeah pay-per-view stuff somebody like, will make us watch this one day oh, I can't wait to watch this one day because I'm just going to be doing a Steve Martin impression the whole time <laughs> so good so how you normally are and watch wrestling I do love Steve Martin a lot yeah he's uh, the best he's the best although my friend uh rewatched uh bringing down the house the other day and he was, uh, for reference, he is not white. He was crying laughing at how racist it is. Yeah? It's insanely That racist. is like one time where it is very important to point out the race of the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was so racist, he loved it. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, my friend Demi, who has, uh, a, he has a show called Pump Up at the Jam. He's oh, like, yeah, Demi's great. He, Demi's, Demi's wonderful. He writes for James Corden. Uh, he, and he loves racism. That's... <laughs> The important thing there. Uh, but he rewatched uh, uh, Bring It Down the House the other day and was like, he had it on his Snapchat and like the clips are just like kind of jaw droppingly like, Steve Martin, you're supposed to be good. You're one of the good ones, man. Wow. He's one of the good I don't ones. remember it being that bad. I've seen Bring It Down the House several times because uh, my mom used to live upstate New York. Oh, where upstate? Uh, like Harriman, like by oh, the okay. Woodbury Commons. Uh, we, every time there's a guest on, it turns into an upstate As discussion. No way, really? said that, really? I was like, I'm checking out. Like, here we go. Rachel needs talk. to talk about upstate New York for an hour. I grew up in Hudson Valley. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hudson Valley. Yeah. 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 So, so I grew up a little north of your mom. Okay, yeah. That sounds like an insult. <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> I so, wasn't trying to. So yeah, when when my mom moved from Brooklyn to upstate and I would go visit her on a lot of weekends and uh, one of like a couple DVDs that they had in their house was bringing down the house. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've definitely seen it a lot of times and maybe it speaks to a wrestling career, but I remember nothing from that movie <laughs> and I don't remember any racism, but I can definitely see how it would have been. It's, it's not like, oh, it's mostly like, Steve Martin goes to a party and tries to act like a gangster, and oh, it's like yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of like that was like every movie. Whenever that, that was the, that was movies, that was yeah. Jamie Kennedy's career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That reminded me though of uh, my version of that was my uncle. I have like a cool uncle who like teaches film at a state school in New Hampshire, and was like our you know he's a playwright. He was like the bohemian uncle. And we would go to his house when I was a kid, and he didn't have kids yet, so he didn't have anything for, like, a kid to watch. And the only thing he had in his house that was, like, appropriate for a five-year-old me was um, a taped appearance of Alice Cooper on The Muppet Show. (laughs) So I watched that, like, over and over and over in my childhood, and I feel like that's probably why I am the way I am. I have that that on DVD, because I have all of the released Muppet seasons on DVD. The show's good, man. It's really good. The Candace Bergen episode is so fucking good. I have to revisit, now that I have these DVDs. Muppets, like, you you know this, so, like, I also have split parents. Like, definitely when you go to one parent's house, they have, like, their set 
limited DVDs, mm-hmm. which is why I have Clueless memorized. Also because I'm me. But right, I, you're a no. I mean, a you're a thirty-year-old white woman. Yeah, like, yeah, Clueless memorized. I have Clueless memorized. But it was that Memento and Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh. Wow. So I like watched Memento over and over again, and I also watched um, American History X three times in one weekend. And then my stepmom came in and said, "Your mom's gonna fucking kill me." Hit <laughs> <laughs> the tape. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like 15 at the time, and she was like, "I don't know if this is the movie for you at present." <laughs> no, that's, what, it, that's what you do at 15. You watch American that, History X three American times History. in a weekend. That's, yeah. what, I think that's what and everybody like, at about 30 years old has done. Yep, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're like, man, I like get racism. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna solve woke. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, what else were your like childhood besides? Burning down the house. Burning down the house. Breaking down the house. What is it? Bur- bringing, bringing, bringing down. The bringing house. down. Bringing down the house. I haven't seen that one. So oh. neither what, have I. What else? What else you got oh from my your God. childhood? Shit, I don't remember because my brain's mush. Mm. You know, when you got that mush brain, a lot of stuff just doesn't come to you right away. <laughs> it just comes to you in flashes. Like you'll be like riding the subway and be like, "Oh yeah, I watched that movie forty times when I was a teenager." But <laughs> Yeah, I got that mush brain, so it doesn't really come back that much. It's largely been clueless for me, which is just it's a, it holds up. It's a perfect movie. I did a I told you I did a master pancake of that, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, so I do the show in Austin where it's like uh it's like mystery science theater. You like yeah. sit in the front of the movie theater with uh microphones to tell jokes. So I have to whatever movie we do for that, I watch four times a weekend for three weekends. Uh, and uh, a lot of them fucking suck after that. Clueless, still good. After twelve watches. Still good. I haven't watched... I'm trying to think of other movies that like hold up in that regard. I don't watch it as frequently, but Devil Wears Prada always makes me smile. That's a good one. Even though there's like obvious holes in the plot. Who cares? But it's just Meryl Streep being mean. It's, it's great. Just, thank God. Yeah. She's so good at being mean. I am remembering now, though, that anything I watched when I was a teenager for sure does not hold up at all really now because yeah. I've always been really big into like rap music. So that was actually a questioner a listener had for you because they wanted to know your music taste and they said they had a couple guesses but weren't sure. <laughs> I'm like a 30 year old white dude from New York, so it's like a lot of like so rap music. So you took the Beastie Boy dying very hard. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like a lot of like rap music from that time and like a little bit of like hardcore stuff that like, but not that deep into it. Just like your average like white New York guy stuff. Like so, like every time I die. No, I'm more like E Town Concrete. Oh, okay. All right. Which was cool. like, that was like my first introduction That's into the, like. She's a fucking poser over there. That's the shit we like. Yeah, that was like my introduction into like heavier shit, like freshman year of high school. Keith but, Buckley's good. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you about no, that. No, I, I can't hate on every time I die. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. Is he going to listen? I made fun of people who like that band a lot in high school. I'm Sorry. that band made. I was like, an asshole. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, I just like he's actually like I a liked one. like Converge he's, and shit. He's I like, like a stupid, wonderful hardcore. dude. The, every time I, I really die, like guitar him. player is really nice though. He's a good Jordan? dude. No, the dude. Uh, the big guy. The wrestling guy. The big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's oh. his name? I don't know his name. I don't What's remember. His name? Shit. Definitely got to cut that out then. Because now we look like <laughs> assholes. That reminds me though. I keep meaning to ask people this because one of my favorite hardcore bands is a band called Piss Jeans. Yeah. Oh shit, yeah. Yeah. And they like they did an album with Ultramantis Black and they're like in 
wrestling world and I, their drummer was like in Chikara, right? Yeah, I don't I think this isn't like super secret stuff, but it was Mr. Zero, right? From Chikara? Yeah. Yeah. I like that you're asking us like weed now. <laughs> 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 anyway, I guess I have nothing to say about that other than that's cool, right? That's yeah, cool. That shit is always super weird. Yeah. Piss jeans with yeah, Mr. Zero and Ultramatis Black. They have so many weird tie-ins and stuff. Like you that. were actually almost gonna go see them after we went to the Evolve show yeah. that we went to. After Evolve 100, right? Yeah, I, I was. I think it sold out or something. But it's kind of interesting to me that that guy was a wrestler because a lot of Piss Jean's songs are sort of like, you know, it's hardcore. It's like 80s hardcore, very sort of stereotypically masculine and, you know, a lot of like uh, homosocial sing-alongs and yelling and punching each other and everything. But then all their songs are about like having anxiety about choosing a health plan <laughs> and like they have a song called The Male Gaze that's like really good. Like Yeah, but it's Chikara though. So that kind of fits thing. in with like your average like Chikara dude from like that era. Exactly. Like, like it's it's sort of I think maybe on the surface would seem surprising that that dude would be involved with wrestling, but I feel like that's a lot of like there's definitely a strain of that in wrestling. Yeah. It's like kind of taking the piss and out of it a little bit. Yeah, and those guys kind of find each other, which is yeah. a lot of what like Chikara was and stuff. So Weirdos. It makes sense. Yeah, weirdos. You're more like sensitive boy wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> Tell who's a sensitive boy wrestler? Oh man, there's so many now. Like I've I <laughs> it's meet like, like all of them, right? Yeah, like and now like I meet like a lot of the like younger guys that are starting out now, and they're all just like sensitive like i hate the word but like sensitive millennials yeah they just have these like issues that like guys getting into wrestling like 10 or so years ago never had they're just like oh i'm so like anxious about everything and like i just can't do this man and it's like wow like how are you gonna function in this weird like wrestling world but i mean if there's all if that's all of them now then they're just gonna have to dysfunction <laughs> together yeah right hopefully yeah. yeah how'd you get into wrestling um I always loved it, obviously. I feel like, I don't know, you kind of have to, to be, like, on this level, you know? Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm not, like, the guy that's, like, oh, this dude, like, you need to be a wrestler. Like, you're, like, an, an incredible <laughs> specimen. You need to do this and go make a million dollars. You weren't it's discovered like, at a Gold's Gym? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I was, like, a, like, nerdy kid that loved wrestling in high school and, like, you know, decided, like, okay, well, I hate working i hate school so i'm gonna just try to do wrestling and get by with that as much as i can so i yeah i started training pretty much right out of high school oh really oh did yeah. you even do like the community college route or were I you did, just like, like training i went to bmcc in manhattan okay. for like six months okay which was like part of like the deal with my parents of like okay like we're cool with you doing mm. wrestling but like please try to like go to school and like be a real person i was like okay i'll try it and then I, <laughs> I went to bmcc CC for like six months yeah. and I was like oh this is horrible this is just more high school this isn't different at all Community? I did that with comedy I did like I, uh, I, I I did go to college I graduated from college but then after college I wanted to do comedy and I told my parents I was moving to Austin to get a library science degree yeah I didn't do that yeah. that's not why I was moving there yeah. my parents weren't shocked when I dropped out of a state school they were mostly just kind of like yeah you're the middle one that sounds about right yeah yes. yeah me too yeah, oh yeah. you want the middle one too yeah well oh, okay. technically I have twin sisters that are younger than me but if they're twins they count as like 
one birth. They're you know? a unit. So yeah, that's it's like a unit. They yeah. came into the world at the same time. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah. So yeah, they're both the on a united team. front against their older brother. I'm sure. I guess. I mean, they're <laughs> probably the like uh, they've got it the most together out of all the siblings. I would say. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't it nice though? Like, because I have a younger brother who's like doing great, and I feel like it takes the pressure off of me so much. Where it's like, there's one that's doing great. I can do stand up. Yeah, and like be they're an on. The, they're on the path to like. You <laughs> I've know, yeah. been Captain Fuck Up since the day I was born. It's so great. It's just like the road I'm on. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. It's yeah. liberating. And I'm not. I'm not shitting on my older brother at all. He's the best. Like you know, I'm just. <laughs> I don't know if that came off that way, but I'm not. Shitting no, no, on no. Him. He's not like we got into like wrestling together and stuff, and he still like watches it and stuff. So. Is ah. he psyched that you do it now? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's like, I don't think he would really still be watching like any like indie stuff if I wasn't doing it. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool that he kind of keeps up with everything. Oh, that's sweet. I like that. Uh, so you're from Brooklyn, right? Yep. I wasn't sure if that was a kayfabe thing. When... No, no, that's real. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, can, can you blame me for being like, is that true? No, you got to question I... everything. Yeah. yeah. So uh, are you... Especially, I mean, even outside of wrestling, anyone who says they're from New York, you have to question. Yeah. Because a lot of people lie about yeah. it. Yeah. And everybody's like, understandably like kind of questioning everything like even when i walk around now i can tell nobody fucking thinks i'm from here because like well no because you not to dox you you live in bushwick and you're a white guy with glasses exactly yeah, exactly yeah. which is it's a it's a it's giving me a complex myself like i know <laughs> when i'm walking around everybody's like get this fucking guy from ohio out of here like fuck him. but did you grow up in bushwick no 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 i've bounced around a lot okay. like i was yeah. i was born in like park slope oh, okay um, so i lived there in like you know late 80s early 90s and then um bounced around a shit ton but yeah. i've pretty much lived you know a bunch of places in new york so I, I don't really have like one specific neighborhood here yeah which i think is also probably part of why you know i have that yeah. complex of like people don't even think i'm from here but i'm from here yeah you're from here <laughs> you're more from here than i am yeah you get to get mad at all of us this yeah is... but that's also fine too you know it's just like you know don't <laughs> be a you. shithead about it if which, i get the sense that you know there's no shitheads in the room so that's good Hey, Not thanks. in that way. That reminds me. Well, yeah, we're all <laughs> shitheads, but you know, it's, yeah. you got to categorize it and yeah. you know, pick and choose your shithead moments. That reminds me of uh, the last time we saw you was at uh, Beyond American Rana. Yeah. And Worcester, I was very drunk. Yeah, everybody was. That's what yeah. I, that's a sound like a complete alcoholic, but that's part of why I love Beyond is because it's like. That's what they're like, wrestling always sponsored should be. by breweries, yeah. right? and it's like it should be like a party, especially on like an independent level. Like everybody's there to have a good time. And, yeah, like, yeah. You're not there to like. It's not weekly TV. You're not like taking in some like long term storyline or something like that. You're there to have a good time. You're there to party. Everybody's there to see a good show and go home happy. So like that's that's why I love Beyond Wrestling so much. And yeah, yeah. Like, everybody was on the same level. I'm yeah, sure. I was like very embarrassed, and then I realized like how drunk everyone else was. Yeah. It was fine. But you gave us probably the best compliment I've maybe received in my life. Definitely about this podcast. <laughs> we're, we were talking to you uh, about maybe doing the show or whatever. Like Rachel introduced. Uh, yeah, herself we, to you. we started talking after uh, Joey and David's uh, barbed wire match. It was like during the barbed wire match. <laughs> it was at the end. It was at the end. I yeah, because she she watched all of it, which I'm very proud of her about. So, Are you sure? Because I remember standing <laughs> next to you and we were having like our like introductory moment of like, oh yeah, cool. Like, oh I yeah, liked you're your from shirt. New York. I like, liked yeah, your yeah, shirt, yeah, yeah. The shirt and stuff. Yeah. It was the Weird World shirt. Yeah. I was like, yeah, those dudes are cool. Blah, blah, blah. And then things were just cool. like Shout crashing out to down world. around us is what I remember is that dudes were <laughs> just like bleeding and falling through things. I know he had one star cut his promo 
FOMO. And then I was like, everyone's going to go to the bar, so I'm going to the bar now. So it was like very, very end. It was very, very end. Yeah. Okay. But... I'll and, take your word for it. But then well, you were like, yeah, everyone knows that you guys are normal. And then for the rest of the evening, I would say every 40 minutes, you would just turn I would to just him tell and be some, like, thank, thank you, you for saying I'm normal. <laughs> I was like so happy. I'm still really happy that people think we're normal. That makes me really happy. I don't know. I like it. It's, I feel like we're in a weird position. We are. As like, we're fans, but we do this thing. And uh, like, I... I don't know. I feel like I, I hate networking. It makes me very uncomfortable. We were just talking about that before we like went on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't want people to think we're like assholes. I think there's a way to, but I guess. Hot well, sauce said everyone thinks we're normal. So yay. I feel good about Everybody it. Everybody I've talked to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the more I uh, make a big deal about it, the more you're like, like I should. You know what? I compl- I, you know, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> That was a mistake. Uh, I just, it was very endearing because like as the night progressed, you were just like, thank you so much. Yeah. No, and I was very drunk. So I just kept saying it over and over again. Like I kept forgetting. That was, man, I'm still, I'm a little embarrassed about how drunk I was at that show, but it's It's fine. Yeah. That's, there was nothing to be embarrassed about. Thank you. At least that's what I think, but I should probably be embarrassed too. So maybe I'm not the guy to ask. I bought people's beers, so they had to put up with me. So it's fine. Uh, none of us talked about our taints, so. That's true. <laughs> We're all doing better than, uh, oh, that's a good segue uh, into our the one recurring segment we have on the show. Do you have any stories about Tremperetta being weird? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tone of only one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing I can, I would say publicly on the internet, really. <laughs> but, Damn, you know, we're, we're all weirdos you know yeah like, i think that's why we kind of find each other is yeah we're all definitely complete goofballs and weirdos <laughs> but he's just like a garden variety sweet weirdo yeah i mean i it's mean like, he's a very unique person i've never met a person like him yeah like you guys were there at like american rana we were all standing at the bar in very mixed company very like in public and then he just launches into a conversation with me i don't know how we got there just about like crank styles and like yeah like where you're jizzing, you know, and like it's, <laughs> it's best. Like, I just I, feel like as a comic, that makes me feel so at home. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, everyone's just talking about how they crank it. Like, great. That, this yeah. is how I've spent the last eight years of my life. Yeah, yeah. listening to dudes be, talk about that. In my opinion, in my experience, that should be normal. You know, like <laughs> it, you shouldn't be too afraid to launch into a crank discussion this is a crank positive podcast I would say. <laughs> yeah. we're very crank we're positive, positive. we're roid positive and crank positive. speaking of yeah. i realized i don't think i've ever told you one of my top favorite greg facts i um, just didn't know where it was going yes go on uh, i don't know if i've ever told you this one it made me think of it because i watched their newest like uh high spots thing yeah um he one time uh he tans with a sock on his dick yeah because one time he burned his dick in a tanning bed <laughs> Just gonna let you sit with that for a minute. God Where it. I would I would respond to that with, why not just wear underwear? Right? Why do you need the, the why, area directly around your hog to be? Why tanned? is he using the sock for that and not the prior topic? That well, he also said this show. was also he was like I, <laughs> this came up because he was like oh I 
jerk off in tanning beds. And everyone was like, dude, people <laughs> use those. Like, you, don't. Wait, wait, in what context did he say that? Was that on his show? On his show. Okay, then yeah, Greg jerks off in tanning beds. We can say that then. He said <laughs> oh, you his, knew that? No, because he said it on his show, so now we're just He's saying He's an open that. book. Like, there's... <laughs> So you've talked about this separate from that. Probably. It gets lost. <laughs> the, 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 you know, cranking is like discussion number one. So. Yeah. No, it's like the air we breathe. Yeah. yeah. Cranking crank, is the air crank we breathe. topics. Yeah. <laughs> cranking um, is the air we breathe. That's the title of this episode. Yeah. But speaking of, yeah, weird Greg things, like a lot of people that listen to this might agree with him on this, but I think it's super weird. And, uh, but like when he pees at a urinal... Does he do it out the bottom of the shorts? Uh, did they, uh, they? We talked about this, and they said they were going to make. Did they make it a thing on their show that they ask people now? Yeah, they did? I think they credited you though. Oh, okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, they never fucking credit me with any of this shit. I come up with. But uh, I heard Wendy stole your names. Speaking of. Oh yeah, yeah, Wendy. No one gives you the respect you deserve. I really man. hate when people use Twitter to like tweet at companies. I think it's like the shittiest use of Twitter ever. And it's like if you do that, you should have your Twitter taken away. If you're like this airline gave me a seat that was too close to the other guy and the only United, time I tweeted at do? an airline was when they like moved my flight and didn't tell me and I was like panicking and I was like please help yeah <laughs> but you know what I should I should qualify this statement with wrestlers I think it's way worse when you're like somebody who has a wrestling Twitter where people follow you to follow a wrestler and then and you're, you're like it. and then you're just whining like Starbucks you made my latte wrong like I think that sucks yeah but what I was saying was, it's very strange to, that Greg either pulls his shorts up to pee out the bottom, or very weird. even goes through the fly of jeans. I think is very strange. That seems that seems dangerous. like extra work. Thank you. Dangerous. Thank you. You're correct. That it seems like so work. much extra work. I have. I remember there was a wonderful bit of discourse like a year and a half ago on our corner of Twitter about a guy who admitted to like peeing out the bottom of his shorts and everyone was like no one knew this guy no one knew of him and he like tweeted it at a woman on online and she like, was like hey here's some information about me it was like conversationally a little more appropriate but she was mostly like what the fuck dude and everyone was like this is breaking my brain and to the dude's credit handled it so so well in terms of being like known as the guy who pees out the bottom I'm of glad his shorts. Like, I'm glad what, he was able to come out about that. What what conversation was he jumping in? That's on a good question. I literally <laughs> don't remember. I would have to pause and be like from at person short P. Um but it broke my brain in a way where I was just like texting all of my like dude friends and being like hey quick question how you been when you are at a urinal in shorts <laughs> yeah. do you pee out the bottom you and know how hard one, it is for me to not just ask people that all the time one now? person now that, was now like it's in your brain yeah because i thought that the way i did it was just how do you correct. do it i go walk us through it i go unbutton unzip over the top whole yeah, family comes everything to the comes party. out yes and that, that seems mo- nate what do you do <laughs> I mean, my shorts are too tight. <laughs> Nothing's going to fit down the pant leg. Yeah. You yeah. are a fitted short. Also agreed. Uh, yeah. Most shorts, that would be just such an inconvenience to try to snake anything through any sort of opening. <laughs> yeah. Fly or not. I'm glad this isn't something I have to be concerned about, I guess. Like, yeah. there's only one way to pee. But no, if- there's a couple. <laughs> I mean, okay, you can hover. You can hover. You can hover. In a public 
bathroom, which I feel like I learned about game theory from this. From <laughs> what? Okay, so game theory is like if everybody makes, if everybody like looks out for the group, it's better for everyone as opposed to like everybody looking out for themselves. And if you hover in a public bathroom, you get pee on the seat and then everybody else has to hover and they get more pee on the seat. Uh, Whereas if yeah. everyone sat and just peed into the toilet, it wouldn't be a problem. But you God, I wish they'd taught it that way that's, instead. That is my number one game theory like example. Yeah, that's, that's a, a that's a, big that's if, a really good example. Well, it's no, big, no, it never happens. Yeah, because you can never trust everybody else to do the right thing. So yeah, the everyone hovers. I, I was going to tell is one of my best friends used to work with a woman who was a huge drunk, and she would like confidently tell people that if you wore maxi dresses, you could just pee while you were walking, and no one would notice. What? <laughs> so she was. She told like women this. She told like other women this, and every other woman was like, "Um, no, that's not how this works. Like, you're just gonna get pee more pee on a longer dress." Oh wait, I found the pee discourse. (laughs) I can't believe I was. Producer Nate found the pee discourse. Um, somebody tweet uh, Brandy L. Jensen for those who follow her just tweeted yeah, who has like the most insane followers yeah. in the world uh, so. she tweeted a screenshot from the romp him kickstarter got it and wrote just imagine these guys lined up at the urinal with rompers around their ankles and this very nice man named sean just wrote you just pee out the bottom like i do when i'm in soccer shorts and i don't feel like untying them and it like (laughs) broke everyone's brain it was a lot of people just writing back like please pee the normal way (laughs) (laughs) you're making us all uncomfortable (laughs) like i just wrote man what yeah Uh, also going back to what was said earlier how what especially picturing a male romper you that's you're not gonna snake anything out the bottom of that no it's like fitted they're fitted yeah Yeah. they're probably cuffed and fitted you're not I feel like they come with a zipper I feel like there was engineering involved in constructing the romp him even then flies the horrible invention it seems scary to like put yeah. your and just inconvenient and yeah. just then you gotta just like pack everything back in. <laughs> and it's just a nightmare. I'm really glad that our podcast is getting to the heart of the issues. Here. Just it's incredible that we're always like, Yeah, we work towards the weird stuff and then it just launches into like peace strategies. Yeah, I would have it no other way. But I'm I trying to think <laughs> <laughs> I know I have more weird questions. Uh what's your favorite muscle? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank That's you. a great question. Yeah, what's your favorite muscle? I'm a big rhomboid guy. Which yeah, one is that rhomboid? one? Rhomboid is like, I don't really have great rhomboids right now. Do you like a like, good one? They're like... Are armpit? they like, like the here? Yeah, they're like underneath your rear delt. There's like a little like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not quite yeah. lat, but like that little like tear, sideways teardrop it's, back muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for... That's a good one. Every, we talk a lot about good backs on this show. Yeah. So that's a good one to Everyone know. else on earth, that's under your armpit. <laughs> Pretty much like on <laughs> the like back of the underside under of your pit. Under rear armpit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that's like a, a rhomboid one. there, yeah. Yeah. And Cesaro's then, got great rhomboids. Always had great rhomboids. Uh, that thank you because that are the questions written out are what is your favorite muscle of yours and then what is your favorite muscle of another wrestler yeah probably Cesaro's rhomboids Cesaro's rhomboids yes yeah, what's rhomboids a rhomboid on. exercise um I mean you're gonna hit them probably if you're doing like a rear delt fly okay you're probably yeah. gonna hit those rhomboids or like a high 
cable pull, a okay. high seated row with a cable. So you probably rhomboids. have good natural rhomboids because you were in crew. Because you, you, you were a rower. rower. Yeah, the rhomboids yeah. are probably real Rowing's functional. surprisingly a lot of legs, though. Mm. Like it's like uh, 70% legs, 20% back, 10% arms. What are you pushing with the legs, though? It's on The seat's on a track. So oh, really? So like, the whole thing is like moving. Yeah. So you like, you, right when you're at the, it's called the catch, like right when you dip the oar in the water, you basically just do like a squat, like backwards. I did not so know like the boats were pull. that like mechanical. Yeah. The seats are all on runners. And then, yeah. So you like pull and then you swing your back and then you like pull your arms in like that. Wow. I miss rowing. It's fun. Hmm. I, I was that a was runner. a great thing for I don't have coordination. I can't swim, by the way. Can't swim. You can't swim. Really? Can't swim. Can't ride a bike. first, folks. Can barely drive. You don't ride a bike and you live in North Brooklyn? Yeah, can't ride a bike. Never learned the, the 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 driving thing makes sense cuz you're from here. Yeah. But a bike? That makes me bike? feel like no. you live here though. Like you're from here cuz I feel like you you know you were saying like uh I feel like people don't think I live here. A dude that looks like you not from here rides a bike. Yes, yeah. right? Everywhere. Rides the bike everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Needs a bike room in his apartment building is very concerned with bike parking everywhere. My yeah, bike no, is in our me. backyard but I got to pump up the tires. If I didn't know you and I had like a bike problem, I would probably like <laughs> yes. ask you. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. <laughs> um Oh, lady. A bike problem. A bike problem. <laughs> That's a good Carly Rae Jepsen song. Okay. Um, <laughs> hey, here's a question. Um, on a daily basis... How sore are you on a scale of one to ten? Oh, that's kind of interesting because I have this theory that, like, I don't know if it's just me or wrestlers in general. I feel like I have no concept anymore of, like, what pain is. Because mm. you're just constantly not edge? doing great. She's licking my beer. Yeah, she probably shouldn't have your okay, beer. Okay, your pledge. Um. <laughs> <laughs> She's my designated walker. She um, will guide you home. Yeah, we're talking about a dog. Um, but, yeah, like... I'm not trying to like brag about like, oh, I hurt so much. I'm so tough. But like, I feel like if like the average person somehow like, uh, what's the movie where like people switch bodies? Freaky Friday. Freaky Somebody Friday. Freaky I was going to say face off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah, but then Imagine they, if Jamie Lee Curtis was in face off. Oh, that would be really that would good. That would, that would rule. Anyway, you but were saying. They would only have my face. Uh. But if they Freaky Friday into my body. And then, like, woke up the next morning in it. I feel like they'd be like, oh, fuck, what's happening? Like, mm, oh my God, this everything is a mess. Hurts. Well, we've talked earlier about like palate changes because you mentioned at American Rana how the barbed wire match like really got you going because you were like, everything else kind of like is a blur to me, but that this is something special. So that kind of makes sense in the same thing of like your pain tolerance and like that palate your for that. Your baseline changes. Your baseline changes. Yeah. And I compared it to working in a cheese shop because, well, <laughs> hey, my palate, now. my palate did change. Uh, I love a much spicier blue now. Um, yeah, but, no, that makes total sense. <laughs> though. Makes yeah, total I've been sense. working in this cheese shop for like 10 years. So mm. now like your uh, average like Gouda doesn't do shit for it's me. It's not doing it for me yeah. anymore. This yeah. cheddar isn't going to, I'm not getting it up for this cheddar. Yeah. You I gotta, gotta see have, people fucking bleed. I gotta have a fucking <laughs> Stinky wash rind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I like I feel pretty fine all the time. But like that's you know you're like you said the, the base level changes. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, that makes sense. I'm sorry that your body's probably falling apart. Yeah, it's all fucked up. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like we're all thirty anyway. What's gonna fall apart no matter what? Uh, yeah. Just How many concussions have you had? Oh wow, concussions. <laughs> 
I don't know. It's it's hard to like classify what a concussion is these days because I feel like it's getting more and more like uh, strict. Like, yeah, everything's like a concussion it's now. PC culture for concussions. <laughs> God damn, you can't even get kicked in the head anymore. This fake concussion outrage. Uh, <laughs> well, this I was gonna ask. Uh, let's see, where's my gear question? Oh yeah, what's the like? What's the dumbest like gear you've ever had? Oh wow, have you ever had like really dumb gear? I mean, in the recent years, I've kept it really simple with just like t-shirt and trunks, black undies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're like, thank no, you for and calling like, them undies, by the way. Like, <laughs> that's like kind of your persona, right? You're like no nonsense. Yeah, it's just it's you know, it's like a basic presentation. That's yeah, just like wrestler stuff. But I've had some pretty wacky stuff in the past. But I definitely I keep it pretty simple and I keep it pretty tight. <laughs> I go. I Talking go, about hogwise? Yeah, I go two layers of full-on trunks. This is over. genuine questions that we have always had. Of like, we always feel sp- weird I'll asking about it. I'll spill the beans. Well, that we're talking about how not to spill the beans. Right. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so two layers. Yeah, two full-on trunks, like two pairs of like the same cut. Yeah. Or that's, is there like a tighter I cut? What I used I used to go speedo mm-hmm. and then trunks over. Okay. And the trunks are like double layered. It's like shitty spandex base layer and then nice yeah. like matte spandex over the top. So it's really like three layers. But uh, recently I uh, lost my speedos, so I've been going <laughs> just two regular ass, full on gear trunks. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. Layered on top. What you lost your speedos? Yeah, I lose I lose stuff all the time. You just like, like left them somewhere. Is yeah. it a laundry issue? It's more like a at a show issue. Oh, okay. Like, gen- right. like some fan the- was very excited, or some like cleaning person or backstage <laughs> was very not like, excited. <laughs> building owner was like, oh, oh God. man, because oh, there's definitely a couple guys. Because Kev and I have talked about this off mic. There's a couple guys who you can look at and be like, oh, you're wearing a thong. Yeah, totally. There's, there's yeah, there's thong guys out there. There's really bold power move guys where I kind of respect it but I could never take the risk myself where they just go just gear just trunks just and nothing just throw the trunks on I want to know who but I don't want to make you I'm like I'm not going to name names I know yeah 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 <laughs> there's folks out there that are just throw the trunks on and hope for the best John Silver <laughs> John I'm Silver seems like a thong guy to me I don't think he's a thong guy he's not I don't a thong think guy? he's a thong guy thong guys are rare they're few and far between yeah and, okay yeah but they're out there. It just like it just seems like a lot to deal with. Like there's that, and then like if you wear trunks, like do you do you have to do like mate like hair maintenance I mean, around that? Certain people do. I just go. I'm just like You're I let just, it all go, me. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's just kind of my thing. Is that mm-hmm. I just let it go. Not everybody does it. I mean, we've also talked about how we believe that like body hair for uh, man wrestlers is like contouring for you guys. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> We're pro pro body hair. We're we pro think it's body weird hair. That right. To an extent, I'm sure. Shave. I mean, there's people that are just out of hand sometimes. Sure. But yeah, you got to keep it, you know, somewhat normal-ish. But <laughs> yeah. But there's, there's definitely levels. people who like use it to their advantage to make like their muscles pop. Yeah. Some, well, I've seen dudes literally like shave abs into their stomach hair mm-hmm. and use that as like a contour. Like we just talked about that too. Yeah, Sami Zayn does it. Sami Zayn does you it. Can tell I don't Sami know if he Zayn. does it now. He but definitely I, did it at one time. I know. I, I learned that trick from somebody years ago, and I, I tried it like once or twice, but it's just so ridiculous. And it, it, like, 
I tried it like a couple days before a show and then I like went to the gym and I was like changing in the locker room and I forgot that I had done this to myself <laughs> on my body and I like took my shirt off in the locker room and I was like, oh shit, no, this is so strange. There's like other humans here that see this strange line in my stomach. I guess uh, it's like stage makeup. It's yeah. like, it looks, if you're, if you're not like doing the thing that you did that for, it's absurd. Yeah, it's, it's like crazy. Strange. It's like yeah. when we wore the blue around after we did that live show. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did a wrestling themed like live show, and we were a tag team. We did like crazy makeup for yeah. it, and then we yeah. just had to be in that for the rest of the night. Yeah, it's it was really weird. weird. Yeah, and I it- was gonna keep it on, and then you washed it off, and I was like, all right, I'll take it <laughs> off. <laughs> I I just feel like there's. Do you tan? Do you do any of that stuff? I don't tan now. No, I stopped a while ago and just decided to be just a piece he of shit. Used to tan. Guy. Okay. Yeah, I used to tan. And then I just reached a point in my life where I was like, this is A, expensive, and B, I Did don't... Did you just do, like, the Planet Fitness group? Because, like, the $20 membership has unlimited tanning. I, I used to go to Retro Fitness. Okay. Um, and they had tanning included. And then, uh, this is probably why I don't tan anymore, really. It's probably sparked it. They just got rid of their tanning machine. I mean, if you ever want to, like, give yourself skin cancer, I know Planet Fitness has unlimited tanning <laughs> with, like, the $20 a month membership. Or yeah. at least they used to. Sponsors, podcast sponsored by them, apparently. So. By Planet Fitness? Yeah. By Planet yeah. Fitness? <laughs> because we both have memberships and <laughs> yep. I never go. Yep. <laughs> if you want to pay 10 bucks a month to shower somewhere, then it's, yeah. 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 But at one time, this has nothing to do with tanning, but it's going back to what we were talking about. One time it was like I had already wrestled a couple shows that weekend and so I didn't have the option really of going like double trunks. Mm-hmm. So I went single trunks just like Do you feel like very exposed? Uh, well yeah, and then during the match I got knocked out cold like concussed. Oh shit. And then when I was on Dream Street like barely knowing where I was in the match, I got deadlift brainbustered. And some guys, when they pick you up for like a vertical suplex or a brain buster, will hook you by the tights <laughs> no. or by the waistband. So this guy hooked me by the waistband after knocking me out cold, <laughs> deadlifted me up, and then like slammed me down and pulled down on the trunks. So oh. I get brain busted, and like my whole business comes out <laughs> the bottom of my trunks. <laughs> and so. Rather than being like, oh god, I got brain busted, my neck hurts or whatever, I just instantly like my dick's out. (laughs) Obviously, priority number one beyond like the pain of getting dropped on your head. So there was a a gif of it for a while on the internet, and then luckily of your dick coming out. Yeah, but it was mostly of the deadlift brain buster. Okay, fair enough. The person was not aware, I think, that 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 had happened. Oh no! But I saw it like gif, and I was like, well, there it is. And then luckily, their account got like. I don't know. Reported Rated, for Rated, yeah. For, <laughs> <laughs> for one reason or another. And now uh, the the a, gif is gone forever. That's, a, that's so. a post. Speaking of posts, in your youth, where did you post online? Oh, wow. Where did you post is probably the most important question of the show. It tells you a lot about a person, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really does. Yeah. When I was uh, like high school age, I was a, a something awful guy. Hey! Okay, us too. Extremely, our producer yeah. was a guy on there. But I didn't really post very much. It was no, just I where I would go for my reading of the day yeah. and learning about things. What was your that. username? That's another thing you can tell you a lot about a person. That's, that's A, secret. <laughs> and and B, it wouldn't really tell you much because I didn't post anything. Okay. Really. That was mostly lurking but you're ta- All right, you're taking that to your grave. Yeah, I respect I'll take it, it to my grave. I respect yeah. it. Yeah. When you were in high school, what uh, wrestling did you watch? What was oh, like your favorite stuff? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I watched everything, 
but I don't know if it was high school age, but what really like got me like loving wrestling and like really into it heavily and like looking up stuff from like other places was FMW in Japan, mm-hmm. which was like deathmatch wrestling pretty much. It was like a mix of like deathmatch wrestling and like good like junior heavyweight stuff. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite wrestlers when I was like a teenager and a little bit before that were Atsushi Onita and Hayabusa. Yeah. Um, so like those are my dudes and that's what made me like look into Japanese wrestling more and then it's kind of funny like I feel like a lot of wrestlers are like this where the stuff that they watched and loved when they were kids is so different from what they end up doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That like that doesn't surprise me that much because I feel like I'm kind of like that with comedy like my comedy tastes are like real absurd but that's not really what I do right because like the thing I do <laughs> lady is, is having a great time lady's trying to play Playing with a kitten <laughs> <laughs> getting attacked oh my god <laughs> she'll be fine it's, it's okay guys she's a big dog. you got it lady it's fine kick his ass <laughs> But yeah, it tastes differing from. Yeah, what like you end I up know how to doing. do the thing I do, so it's not like super magical to me to watch somebody do like a similar thing to me. Yeah. But I don't the super weird like I really liked like the state and Stella and like stuff like that. It's like very absurd. Yeah. And it's because I can't do that. That's not you know. So you like deathmatch stuff because we talked about you like the barbed wire deathmatch at Beyond. Well, yeah, that, that I was really into that stuff when I was like a younger like kid, and then. I kind of like broadened my tastes to all this other Mm -hmm. shit, like all the like King's road shit in Japan and all that. But yeah, at the end of the day, I still like love that shit. And you know, when people do it right, it's really good. Like when there's a lot of theatrics behind it and like stuff actually like matters, it's really good. So I still love that stuff. And, uh, every now and then I like, whenever I get to do a little bit of that stuff, I'm like, okay, I can see why people like do this shit all the time. Yeah. What's your like, like, what's the most like that you've done? I did, I don't know, I've done, like, thumbtacks. I've done, uh, I haven't gone through a table. I still haven't really gone through, like, a real table in my life. I've got to do it. But just the other day, I uh, used two, like, wooden boards, like, cheap plywood boards, (laughs) like, balling on a budget Oh, yeah, I saw that. That looked looked great. Yeah, and that was fun. I was like, okay, I can see why people do this to their bodies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, What is... What's your favorite thing about wrestling, like doing wrestling? What's your favorite thing about being a wrestler? And what's your least favorite thing about being a wrestler? Oh, wow. Um, my least favorite thing about being a wrestler is probably just like, I, I feel like the default answer is like, oh, the, the politics of it. Mm. But like, I don't think that's really a thing as much as people <laughs> make it out to be. It's like, if you just like try to, to do well and like make smart decisions about where you're going, like you'll, you'll be okay. Not be an so, asshole. Yeah. So I think politicking is really just not being a, like an asshole. So I don't really mind that as much. Um, but I guess I don't really have that much of like a not favorite part about it. Like it's pretty great. That's <laughs> awesome. I think, yeah. Like I love doing it and, um, this, I guess the shittiest part is really like Twitter. <laughs> like, Twitter Get off fucking there, sucks. man. Get off there. Yeah, it's you horrible. Can't be on barely it. tweet. I barely tweet. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty jealous of like the people who can just get away with just like not tweeting at all or like not even having a Twitter. Oh, like Juice. Uh, tons of people. Juice, <laughs> Tim Thatcher, like some others. Like they just get away with just not even doing it, and it's like wow. Like it makes I you would, mysterious. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> I, w- I wish I could like resist my like every once in a while impulse to tweet something to yeah. just like not do it at all because Twitter is a fucking nightmare. 
Oh, you're telling us. We all met on there, so yeah. It's, it's no, it's awful though. It's do- like, I was gonna follow up with it's dog shit now. Yeah. Um, it's, it's always been dog shit. I don't know. There were like a couple years where it was like a really genuinely fun time for me on there, and like those days have kind of passed for a lot of it. Like once in a while, there'll be like a fun thing, or like I'll have a fun time. Like on you'll there. find out somebody pees out the bottom of his romper, yes, and then exactly. it's a good day yeah, on the moments, internet. There's definitely moments, not Twitter moments, but there's definitely good <laughs> moments on there that yeah. are like okay. Sometimes like a nice thing happens. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the last like wrestling related thing that made me like Twitter. Probably that girl faking cancer. Oh, that was yeah. really good. No, there's been like That good, was very entertaining. There's definitely been like very good stuff and like honestly like doing this show and falling into wrestling Twitter kind of made me be like, "Oh, this can still be fun." You yeah. can still like goof off on there and have a good time. But then we found the not fun parts of wrestling Twitter and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. You, it's like a minefield. You just got to like be selective in what you like engage with and and look at. Yeah, I mostly like I still I found so many friends on there. Like I found a show on there. I Yeah, all our listeners are cool. Yeah, and, like our very listeners funny. fucking rock and our listeners are so funny and so nice. But I mean, it's just like I kind of am not surprised that it's become what it's become, but it still is like, oh, this sucks. Okay. I just don't like it because I feel like it's like, um, it, if I have like an idea or something and I want to like turn it into comedy and then I just put it on Twitter because I'm lazy and want like instant feedback, Mm -hmm. it's really hard for me to capitalize on that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's bad for my comedy brain, I think. Yeah, yeah. it can that. be good. Like sometimes, if you have something that's like, this is definitely not a bit. It's just like it's one. like a morsel. It's just exactly. like a little. Yeah, it's I good for morsels, but yeah. <laughs> you could definitely waste a full meal on there if you're not careful. You didn't say your favorite thing. What's your favorite thing about wrestling? Um, doing wrestling is <laughs> <laughs> the best. Doing like moves. when you don't have to like I don't know. All, all you have to worry about is like doing good wrestling. That's the best. Like, where did you um, train? I trained at Chikara Wrestle okay. Factory at like I think probably the best time to be there, which was when it was um, Mike Quackenbush, Cesaro, and I credit Sarah Del Rey too because she was there like every day that I was there. She wasn't like one of the official trainers, but she helped me a lot. So oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah, I was lucky as hell. So that was like really good timing to get training. And so how long ago was that? That was now like ten years ago. Dang! So you've been wrestling Damn. ten years. Damn! You still About, like it? Yeah. Like <laughs> I started training in like mid 2008 so mm-hmm. it depends on when you think you start counting you know right yeah 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 so it's either 10 years or 9 years really but but i mean 9 to 10 is kind of you know that's a while yeah that's a time yeah um what are some other questions we have um there's a couple from listeners too um uh our listener uh yesterday dances uh wants to know what are your top three wrestling bucket lists right now like what are like some stuff that you really want to do that you haven't done yet oh wow that's pretty hard i've done a lot of cool shit which is like you know super lucky i don't know like bucket list stuff i've never wrestled in corican hall that'd be cool that's like the corny like Japanese wrestling nerd answer of like what's on your bucket list but I've never done that that's not that so. corny that's, there's there's sincere and there's corny and that's just a sincere answer I don't yeah. think that that's that, that's corny Cork and Hall would be cool um, if we're getting like really like fantasy shit like best of the super juniors would be really cool okay yeah um, and maybe Shinjiro Otani before he retires would be mm-hmm. really fucking cool I like 
like those answers. Those yeah. are good answers. That reminds me, what's your favorite like venue? Or if you don't have a specific favorite venue, what makes a good wrestling venue? I personally like small venues which I don't, maybe that's weird like i know some people are like oh i want to go to like the tokyo dome like the biggest place but just wrestle in front of the most people but like i feel like for what i do i like people to be like really close yeah and like like that i feel like it's easiest to get into like a fight if you're like right there and you can like hear people like smacking into each other and like <laughs> look at people's faces up close and like make eye contact with people so i actually really like electric haze for beyond wrestling mm-hmm. have you guys ever been there we haven't it's that's uh, the one that's like a hookah bar right yeah it, <laughs> oh so, shit okay I, I it's in worcester i, it's I like saw the somebody on the worcester. internet say it looks like wrestling in a library <laughs> there's like a brick wall and then like a big open window that oh i've the seen street. the footage from there yeah okay, it yeah. looks like like a street fighter stage where there's just like things <laughs> happening in the background like somebody's like walking their dog and like, <laughs> behind like a death match happening but like i love places like that like and maybe that's just because like you know i right now i'm really enjoying being on like an independent level mm-hmm. and wrestling in front of like crowds like that that are really intimate so to me the more intimate the venue the better as mm-hmm. long as there's like a, a reactive crowd there that can like yeah. look right at what's happening and connect with it that's like that rhode island venue yeah i mean anything where we can be like right on the when ring being on the on the ring is proximity is proximity is fucking yeah incredible. it's the yeah. best yeah it really makes a big difference i like i think that that it's interesting because like i mean I don't know because I'm not a wrestler, but uh, you need like a critical mass of people to make noise and to to get each other excited. Like you can't, it's comedy is the same way. It's like you can't do a comedy show for five people because everyone's going to feel weird about getting into yep. it. They're going to be self-conscious. But then like once you get hit that critical mass, you don't need more than that. And yeah. like almost the more people, it, it you start getting diminishing returns after a point because yeah. like, Everybody, it, it's such an intimate experience to like to be in that audience. You need like just enough people that everybody feels safe emoting, yeah. But not so many that they're like have to be far away or like yep. can't. Yeah. Get or into they break it. off into different groups that are like you know paying attention to different stuff or like anything like that. Yeah, I completely agree. There's like that perfect amount of like packed but not like too huge where like yeah. everybody can kind of act as one and yeah nobody's like weird about reacting to what they're seeing yeah acting is one i feel like beyond has really nailed that with their like venue choice for the most part yeah i agree i that's been like those have been some of my favorite shows we've gone to what's the weirdest place you've wrestled oh yeah that's a good question oh man the weirdest place i wrestled i don't know i wrestled in in this one place it was in japan it was for a, a really small promotion named dotenbori pro which Dothanbori is like a neighborhood in Osaka where it's it's kind of like a little party neighborhood mm-hmm. where it's like lots of like late night bars and stuff like that. And like this was the venue that Osaka Pro used to own that was like the like Osaka Pro home base where they would run like weekday shows for like businessmen on their lunch hours and stuff like that. They would just be like walking down the street and be like, oh, I'll go see the like pro wrestling show at this like weird little at 1 PM. storefront. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At, like 1 p.m. And then... Osaka Pro moved out of that building and this company, Dothanbori Pro, took it over and they ran shows for a promotion called Dove Pro there. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've heard Dove Pro. Do- yeah, yeah, certain people are like really into Dove Pro because it's this weird like underground promotion where, and that's what made it weird was that like 
there's like all the fans are like standing up. There's like trash cans specifically placed around the audience that aren't actually trash cans or just to make it look like it's like this is a place where metal trash cans are <laughs> <laughs> that's like when you go to a brand new bar and it already has graffiti in yeah, it exactly yeah. it was like that yeah there's like trash cans with like caution tape put around them and like in between <laughs> it's just oh, like this place is tough yeah like this is dangerous like I'm in trouble <laughs> we're in the streets now and um after the main event there Everybody that was on the show comes in the ring and does a shot of tequila in the ring. And then everybody that was on the show and everybody that went to the show moves upstairs to where there was like a bar attached to the venue. It was like on a balcony looking over and there's just like a big after party at the bar that's where you can still see the ring and you're still in the venue. So. (laughs) I don't know. That was probably one of the weirdest places because it's just like usually the show ends and it's just like, okay, bye. Like awkward, like everybody leaves right. or whatever. Bye, but I'm here for like, me maybe or go away. Yeah, yeah. but that was yeah. like, okay, we're going to stand in the ring, do a shot of tequila, <laughs> point at where the bar is and then we're all going to go there and <laughs> maybe sell some merch or, or like, maybe just like That's get like drunk. the shortest term version of like pointing at the WrestleMania sign. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Here's like, where I'm going to be drunk later. <laughs> Babe Ruthing. That like puts a lot more sense into like when Stokely pointed at Wingstop <laughs> what was it that Okada did? Okada did uh, Rock Bottom and he like tagged The Rock and he was like pointing at a restaurant called Rock Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that guy just seems like he's very fun to hang out with. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I um, I hope one day he will do the show. Podcast goal is shotgunning a beer with Okada. Oh, wow. Decided. Yeah. So look, it's lofty, but I feel Shoot like... Shoot for the stars. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I think it's a lot more attainable than being like, we're going to get The Rock. Because like, one... We're not going to get The Rock. We can't <laughs> afford him. Two, like... What would we even ask The Rock? We're going to ask, ask The Rock the about... questions. <laughs> what's your What's your dick situation what's when you're wrestling? What's your dick situation wrestling? like? Who's your favorite Muppet? Like... <laughs> yeah. Ask him about his... Do you, did you, have you ever heard a song that he put out called Pie? I don't think I've heard Pie. Ooh, I've heard ooh, It Doesn't Matter. Ooh. Yeah? Oh, boy. <laughs> you want to talk about something not aging well? Oh, okay. That part of The Rock's career. You okay. Yeah. listen to Pie. Wow. I, 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 should we put I it on right now? Yeah, you okay. should. Okay, we're doing it. I don't want to repeat what <laughs> happens in this song. It's about... <laughs> You can and, say it. No, it's about eating puss. Okay. Mainly, but also there's like some weird racial stuff that happens. And I'm not wow. trying to call the rock out here. But as this far as call out as, as, on the far rock. as I know, that shit is still on Spotify, so it's fair game to uh, talk I think we Nate, can we drop a little bit of pie in? This man might be president one day. The Rock. Thanks, ladies. <laughs> he's probably gonna be the president. Oh, he's probably gonna be president. Polite, eat mine first. So I sat down, tried her. She looked quite glad. Had a strange taste of mold, but it wasn't so bad. I hope there are people. You know how, I'm like, on every YouTube video, there's someone being like, "Man, I was born in the wrong generation." Like, <laughs> <laughs> man, who's still music- listening in 2018? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Amelia Cooper from two years ago. Pie means vagina. Thank you, Amelia. <laughs> Thanks, Amelia. Wow. Uh, I mean, I guess that's like, he's a good role model that he eats puss. I would right? not. I'm not going to quantify this one. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to quantify this one. It's just best left in its time. <laughs> I, when he runs for president, that's going to be like incredible. No, nothing matters anymore. Yeah. No one will care. That's nothing really. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I like, I've 
told this story before. I saw him in person. I met him at SNL when he hosted a couple years ago. And, like, his body is so big, his head looks tiny. And he does not have a tiny head. He's not a small man. No, (laughs) it's probably a massive head, but... (laughs) He's, yeah. He's just so big. And he got bigger after He got wrestling. bigger after he left WWE, right? I do have a question though. Who are like the who are like the nicest like big famous wrestling people you've met? Who's like cool? You don't have to tell us about who sucks. If you want to tell us about who sucks, listen. <laughs> That's you your prerogative, but like you don't have to. Probably X-Pac is like the nicest dude as yeah. far as like famous people go. Have you guys met X-Pac? I've not met X-Pac. No. I've heard he's very nice. Also like He's been through some shit. Like, yeah. I feel and, bad for him. Yeah. And he's still like super down to earth and like talks to everybody, brings his dog with him to shows and stuff. Aww. He like, he found his dog like with like a broken jaw, like on the side of the road, like left for dead. Aww. It was like a dog that was like used in like, um, like a breeding like operation or something as, as like the mother or whatever. And then after you've had enough puppies, they just like get rid of you. So yep. they just like threw this dog away and then X-Pac found it and like brought it back to life and like nursed it back to life. And now it's X-Pac's dog that goes around <laughs> with him like all these shows and is like famous and stuff. And it's, oh, yeah, it's really sweet. Sweet yeah. pee. Yeah. So X-Pac's a sweetheart. He's got okay, a sweet dog. I really like hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's the man. Shout out to X-Pac. Shout yeah. out to X-Pac. Come on the show. Yeah, bring your, bring your dog. He, he Anybody with a dog can come on the show. <laughs> yeah. That's he probably so cool. would come on the show. It's very nice. Ooh, thank you for encouraging us. I mean, I did ask earlier, just like casually, who is your favorite Muppet? Because the Muppets have come up a few times. Oh, yeah. Who's your favorite Muppet? Oh, wow. That's tough. I also have trouble answering this question, too. Yeah. To be fair. There's a lot of good ones. Top five. Well, that's a lot of Muppets. That's harder. Okay, great. Great. How about that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Kermit's the man, you know, but he's like number one. He's like John Cena. He's like the easy answer of like mm, best. He is best the John guy. Cena of Muppets. Yeah, absolutely. Kermit about is the- buff Kermit now. <laughs> With shorts on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kermit in cut off jeans. So if people want to go see you, which they should go see you wrestle because you are. We didn't even talk about like how. We like barely talked about wrestling. Good. He's good. <laughs> good. He's good. I liked seeing him. Also, he has a good. In- Hot Sauce has a great Instagram. Thanks. Also, good merch. You have Thanks. good shirts. Yeah, you. you have like the rare talent of having non-atrocious to look at merchandise. Thank you. That's <laughs> yeah. a big compliment. Thank you. I like. Yeah. It, 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 I feel like a lot of wrestling shirts. You like. Somebody said they were like the thing is I I what I weigh against is like how embarrassing will this be to explain to someone and how difficult will it be to explain yeah. it to them? Your shirts just look like cool shirts. Yeah, I got I got one decent shirt like obviously more than decent i think it's a fucking great shirt that was it was designed by shield at shield so hit her up for design work but um yeah and i just been running with that one shirt for like years now so it's a good <laughs> shirt. i'm gonna i'm gonna milk it for all it's worth Are, have you ever thought about doing the joy division version of that shirt i've had people ask me if it's like a joy division rip or, which it's not supposed to be no, but i, I didn't can think see of it as a joy division rip but i could easily see doing like it a would, hot yeah just a little joy bit division of a thing. Yeah. limited edition joy division version yeah yeah I will say my one complaint about that shirt, if you have boobs, not not a great shirt. You know, I've heard that before, yeah. actually. 
Which, like because it's straight lines. Yeah. And I my I have literally no straight lines in my entire body. <laughs> but <laughs> so the like, thing is, they're actually not straight. They're they're actually they're wavy. They're a little wavy. Yeah. All right. They maybe maybe I'll try them. it then. Yeah, That's yeah. like one of my two planned next purchases. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the show. Like it was <laughs> okay. I have to buy a Matt Riddle shirt because like some things might be happening yeah. that we don't know what they are. And then yours because it's an actually good design. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm gonna run with that for as long as I can. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Do you? Are you gonna do like year specific colorways? I do. I try to do like event specific stuff sometimes. Like I did like certain ones for New Orleans based on like sauces and stuff. Like I, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I try to base them on like random bullshit and just find excuses to do different colors. <laughs> that's a good. I think that's a good call. Um, yeah. Where can people see you? Yeah. Where can people? Yeah. This that's is coming out the 23rd of August. The 23rd of August. Okay, so uh, catch me at Evolve in September. I think they're going back to Laboom, which is one of the best wrestling venues in that the world. That is a very good venue. Yeah, we'll be we there. And we'll be there, earlier. definitely. Yeah, I love that venue very much. So if it is there, I don't even know if the show is actually there, but if it is there, <laughs> definitely go there. It's in Queens. It's one of the best venues. Um, I'm sauce underscore Williams on all the internet things. So just look me up there. If you want to find where I am, you'll find me. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks for doing the show, Thanks man. Thanks for having me. It was very fun. Yeah. yeah. Thanks course. for being here. Uh, if you like the show, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash WrestleSplania. We have uh, a bunch of bonus episodes up on there. You also get um, notes and match guides from all of our episodes if you're a patron. And uh, we have a nice Discord where people uh, talk about wrestling together. Our Discord and it's is real nice. so nice. It's great. I love our Discord. Big fan. Big um, fun. We're also on Twitter, Gmail, WrestleSplania, all that stuff. So, uh... Come find us, and we'll see you next week. All right. We love you. Bye. 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 That's like that place in L.A. where the bowl is like, I am valid. Oh, or Cafe Gratitude. Cafe Gratitude. That sounds like my fucking hell. I man. went there once. What, what did, did you do? order? Uh, so it's like it's like a, um, I don't even know if it's vegan or if it's just like. I've uh, heard of it, but I don't know what the, the gimmick it's is. It's like. Everything is called I am something. I am beautiful. Um, yeah. So like, okay. So I am ordering is a fucking nightmare. grateful. So yeah. And they don't like you say. They don't let you be like. I'd like the gratitude bowl. They're like, excuse me, what is it? No, fuck that. <laughs> it's like that's bullshit. Because if you go to Starbucks and you say I want a medium whatever, they still give you a medium whatever. Right. That, yeah. should, that should be. Don't make me play your games. Yeah. It should be if it's an option, whatever. It's what you're trying to get done. But no, no, no. If I want the quinoa, whatever, that's what I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I will have the I am valid. Yeah, that's what they're all called. It's we went there. I went there with my friend Sarah, like partially just because it's like we were in L.A. and that's the thing you're supposed to do when you go to L.A. Mm -hmm. And we like ate a meal and then we're immediately like, are you still hungry? Yeah, I'm still hungry. And then we went and got like more food. Should we style? Let's do the intro, right? Before Nate gets a full recording. (laughs)